Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. It's May It's grilling season, and how barbecue is seasoned and sauced matters in the South, and it varies from city to city. Warning, this episode will make you hungry. If you're ready, I'll meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Welcome back to the Steel Magnolias podcast. You've been fair warned that this episode might make you hungry. And so we're going to dive deep into dry rub versus wet or sauced Ribs. Ribs, yes. And, you know, we chose this because there is a very large celebration of all things barbecue Barbecue. in our home state of Tennessee, in Memphis, Tennessee. It is Memphis in May. And Memphis is very known for dry rub ribs. Yes. Which we're going to talk about later today in this episode. But, you know, I was astonished. There are over 100 barbecue restaurants in Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. That's, I mean, I can't even wrap my mind around that. Over 100. So they just usually put 101 plus when they mention that. It has been named the barbecue pork capital of the world. P-O-R-K. I didn't want you to think I just said port because it is on the (laughs) Mississippi pork capital. And according to MemphisTravel.com, since Memphis is a port town, that is why barbecue cooks in the city have enjoyed an even wider variety of ingredients to slab on. Plus, even having access to molasses that was shipped up the mighty Mississippi. Which is big in Memphis barbecue. So that kind of became the Memphis style. Warm spices balanced by sweet and tomatoey sauce. So, you know, I just kind of wanted to touch on Memphis to begin with. Again, since it's Memphis in May, they are going to be celebrating all month long with all different expressions of that. And slabs of Memphis best ribs generally do come rubbed with dry spices. Each joint kind of has their own combination. Right. Probably Some secret. of it's secretive <laughs> that we won't even have ourselves to disclose. But um, 
rendezvous might be one of the, if you've heard of barbecue restaurants, one of the ones, if you've heard, that you might have heard of. So Charlie Vargos is, oh, sorry. Yes. yes, Charlie Vargos's rendezvous, excuse me, is one of the oldest and most famous advocates of the dry rub. And the restaurant's rub nods to its founder's Greek heritage. There it is again, those Greeks. We came, we talked about <laughs> Greek heritages, or the Greek influence in Birmingham, Alabama, on several restaurants there. And here it is again, right here in Memphis, Tennessee. So each Memphis barbecue joint concocts its own sauces as well. And I just wanted to mention that the um, 2021 winner went to Myron Mixon. He's from Georgia. He is a four-time world champion. Wow. And he has a cooking school. (gasps) How fun. So if you're in anywhere near that area, you might want to check this out. Registration is open for next year. Okay, so 2023. (laughs) So obviously he's good, y'all. Got to plan ahead. I'll put a link in our show notes. But Jack's Old South Cooking School, that's what it's called, will be held at his home in Unadilia, Georgia. That's south of Macon, directly west of Savannah. Okay. If that helps you at all with your Georgia geography. It starts with a meet and greet dinner on Friday night. Class starts at 9 a.m. on Saturday with whole hog. Oh my gosh, this would be so fun. You'll move on to beef and pork ribs, chicken, beef brisket, pork butts, and whole pork shoulder. The class ends on Sunday at 3 o'clock, and the school is for the novice, the enthusiast, the trained chef, as well as the barbecue competitor. Recipes are the same, the difference being who you'll be feeding. Wow. I just thought that that was so cool. So I don't know if he's going to come out. I wonder how much it costs. Did you say? I didn't see. That would be really And I didn't fun. see how many spots. I don't know how small yeah. it is. I mean, it's that in his home. That would be super cool if you know? it was, you know, pretty intimate where you could ask a lot of questions. Yeah. That would be awesome. I kind of get a feel that it, there is some interaction. I mean, there's a meet and greet that it kind of starts with. Yeah. So he's wanting to at least engage with everyone at least at some point. But I'm kind of curious to see if Myron Mixon comes out the 2022 champion. That is so fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, they and they do all different categories at this at Memphis, the Memphis and May. May. Yeah, with different, I mean, it's a lot of teams that yeah, um, and different, participate in different categories. Whole, whole hog, shoulder ribs. They even have a green grilling award, which is awarded to the team that collected the most recyclables. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Uh, you know, they've got turkey smoke, tomato mm-hmm. sauce, mustard sauce, best t-shirt. I was like, this best is hilarious. <laughs> there are some funny barbecue t-shirts out Oh my out gosh. There. Do you remember mom got Philip an apron that said, it's, do you mind if I smoke? Which he still wears to this <laughs> I day. I love it. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Anyway, so yeah, that is just setting the table as to the reason why we wanted to do this. Right now. For now. Well, so. let's zoom out. Okay. And first just talk about... A really broad scope of ribs. Yeah. It's confusing, isn't it? A bit. Very. I think it can be very confusing because I still kind of think of my meat as coming on the styrofoam in the... For sure. Grocery store. Yes. Yes. And not literally thinking of cartilage. Yes. Membranes. Yes. This is a body part this of is a body an animal. Part. Yes. So... 
And another total side note, but as a massage therapist, I'm always fascinated mm. by the body. Yeah, body parts. And, and if we working. were to go down onto all fours, for instance, okay, you know, on your hands and knees, yeah, yeah. our musculature is so similar to animals. Really? Like, you know, your dog, your horse, yeah. all of that. And it, that's just fascinating to me. Yeah. And so when I'm looking at a picture, as I am right now, of a pig, uh-huh. and, you know, there's the spine at the back. Yeah. And the ribs going down, same as we would be if In we were on our all fours. Tabletop position <laughs> exactly. for those of you that are used to a Pilates or yoga class. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just interesting to see where the different cuts are, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I don't always think of meat as that. I don't either. So let's just look at, first of all, I guess any animal that has ribs, you could cook those ribs. I mean, you could have lamb ribs. We're not talking about that today. Right. But for the most part, we're talking pork and beef. Yes. In fact, I just focused on pork. pork. Okay, yeah. Um, but beef ribs are wonderful, too. Mm-hmm. I just was kind of focusing more on these yeah. southern styles, yeah. which is often heavily pork. Yes. So another part that is, I don't know how to say, like there's different cuts of ribs. Right. And there's different ways to... Prepare, Prepare ribs. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just start with cuts okay. first. Okay. So you have baby back ribs. Most people have heard of that term. Oh, I thought you were going to say most people have heard the Chili's commercial. Oh, I, I love my sing. baby back baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they've used that in probably a decade. But. Well, we all remember it. In <laughs> fact, yes, I was thinking of it this morning. So baby back ribs are high. Okay. Again, if you're looking at a. Yeah drawing of a pig they're high up to the close to the spine whereas st louis cut ribs are further down right and then spare ribs are even further down okay i did not know that about spare ribs for sure so um baby back ribs are sometimes called loin back or just back ribs okay if you've ever heard those terms that's all baby back okay when we talk about memphis style ribs they are baby back ribs Okay. Okay. That's good to know. <clears throat> Memphis equals baby back. <laughs> yes. Okay. Pork spare ribs. Again, lower down on the pig. Those are quite large ribs and can extend all the way to the front of the animal. And they kind of go, they're they're quite fatty. Okay. Which gives them a lot of flavor. Flavor. Yeah. A lot of times people think of fat content equals bad. But I often think fat content equals flavor. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of that's going to cook off. Sure. As you're. Yeah. Yeah. And so sp- spare ribs are great for smoking because okay. you're going to low and slow. Low and slow. Yeah. And let that flavor really. Okay. The St. Louis style ribs are cut are actually from the same part of the rib cage as spare ribs. Mm-hmm. But it's the preparation and technique used to prepare them that makes them special. Okay. They're also quite fatty, but so flavorful. Yeah, yeah. And then there's country-style pork ribs. So country-style ribs are found toward the upper shoulder end of the loin. Okay. They have the highest meat-to-bone ratio. And you mm. really need like a knife and fork okay. to eat Okay. country-style yeah. ribs. Okay. So they're not falling off the bone for sure. Right. Okay. Okay. 
You're like the opposite. Okay. So there's more meat, but um, this is also a great smoker choice. Or you can cook these in the oven or even in a crock pot. But um, those are the main four styles okay. or cuts of okay. ribs. Okay. Very helpful. Anything else you want to talk about that or do we dive into preparation? No, I think that's very helpful. So summarize that for us one more time. So okay. So you've got baby back ribs, mm-hmm. pork spare ribs. I'm only talking pork. Pork. Yep. Spare ribs. St. Louis style ribs, and then country style pork ribs. Okay. There's your four basic cuts. Cuts. Okay. Now, dry versus sauced or wet. Okay. So a dry, if you, if you are on your first date and ribs is the food, you may want to go Memphis style because they're (laughs) obviously not going to be as messy (laughs) with all the sauce. Yeah. Um. Surely there's very few people out there that had do that on a first ribs day. on a first date. Yeah, surely. That would, that would be so nerve-wracking for me. <laughs> okay. So the dry rubs, yeah. again, there's lots of different ways people make this. But basically, it's a lot of paprika. Yeah, and this is just spices. This is right. just... Salt, this, pepper. This is a dry versus a liquid marinade. That's what this all boils down to. Right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, just, you know, it could be lots of different things, but garlic powder, mild chili powder, um, celery seeds, brown sugar, cumin, dry Mm -hmm. mustard, allspice. I mean, you would see lots of different coriander, things that people might put in their rub. Yeah. But the rub really makes a nice... I don't. I wouldn't go so far as to say bark, like on a brisket. I was going to say a brine. But it makes it just a nice... It, the flavor really gets in there. And it's going to make it crispy. On It's going to yeah create a crust would be probably too strong, too of, a strong of a word. But yes, it's going to give it a little bit crispier of an outer layer versus the wet. And I, th- I thought this was funny. Depending on the place, there sometimes is sauce served with it. Like I thought. I know. That it, makes it, it confusing. So, confusing. so you're cooking it dry with dry rub. Right. But then you're eating it. Some people don't want any sauce. Right. Some people want a sauce on the side. Yeah. Or, you know, there's... I always like to try something without a sauce first. First, just to see what is the flavor of this meat. That seems unfair to go ahead and try it with an exterior sort of component. I know. Right off the bat. I'm like that with pretty much everything. Like, let me just see what it tastes like without... Yeah, that's and then why I, I even want to taste the sauce separate. Like, sure. what does it taste yeah. like? Yeah, that's why I don't salt things immediately. Yeah, like maybe it's going to need some salt, but, but maybe it's not. Let's try it first without <laughs> that. But a lot of the sauces, like you mentioned, that you're going to see in Memphis are um, going to frequently include molasses. Mm-hmm. From that mighty Mississippi, like I said, yeah, yeah, and you could even probably put. The dry rubs that you just described, the many ingredients, you could kind of even put them into dry rubs into categories. Like you could have a sweet dry rub, a spicy dry For rub, sure. you could savory, have kind um, of an Asian flair. You could have I real mean, herbal, like lots of oregano or urban uh-huh. induced or infused. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many directions you could go. And I'm, you know, obviously we love to think of homemade being the way to go but i found that there's actually from grilling dad that's a 
website source I found some really good store-bought yeah. options out there, too. Their top pick from grillingdad.com was Cowtown because they, they said they produce the quality and flavor. They're blended in the U.S. They just loved that Cowtown, um, they have, like, they're contest winners. They're gluten-free. They're great per ounce price. So you're not having to spend a lot of money on a big rack of ribs. But some other brands they mentioned were Killer Hogs, Traeger, Lambert's, Meat Church. So there's some really good store-bought options, I guess, out there, too. When you just mentioned Traeger, I was thinking we could do a whole episode on different kinds of smokers. True. Because there's such variety in styles of smokers the Traeger one of the things I hear that's so wonderful about the Traeger is it's like a pellet style Mm -hmm. and so you buy these pellets but it keeps it going really well so unlike charcoal that you're always having to tend it really keeps it going with yes that'd be a good starter probably for a lot of people I would think yeah if you're learning because that's one thing I, I have a um off brand of an egg, a green egg and I'm not sure if it's as as sealed as well as the green egg because okay. I have a hard time keeping, keeping it, it going yeah yeah but it could also be user error I'm well. not a pit master <laughs> <laughs> um just to add a little more confusion into this topic <laughs> some people have heard of Kansas City ribs oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's just a subset of St. Louis ribs um, so if somebody's saying, oh, I've heard of Kansas City ribs, where does that fall? It does fall in the St. Louis ribs style. Well, in the Kansas City style dry rub would be a two to one ratio of brown sugar to paprika. So Ooh, I didn't know that. That's Imagine good lots of brown sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. To, to not just paprika, but to all of those other spices. That yeah. You yeah. Said, like the garlic. It's going to be pepper. heavy on the yeah. brown sugar side. Yeah. Okay, so that's dry rub. Now talking a little bit more about sauced ribs or wet rub. St. Louis-y style. Again, we're talking about in the preparation, the cooking. Any of this can be sauced after, after it's right. cooked. But a a true wet rib is going to contain a lot of the same seasonings that we just mentioned in the dry in rub. The dry. But with more of a liquid base. Like a vinegar, and olive oil, sometimes beer even, even is used. And it, I think often in that St. Louis style, it's like a thin um, tomato-y base. Yes. Ketchup-y base. Yeah. Kinda. But 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 not quite a marinade, more like a paste because it Thinker. needs to stay on the meat right. to cook. You definitely don't want it to just roll off. So the juices and the acids in this wet rub are going to help break the meat break down the meat preparing it to absorb the flavor there's a lot of opinions out there so some of y'all are already rolling your eyes because you're like dry rubs better than this wet you know so the meat will soak in the mixture for several hours and chicken and pork in particular can benefit actually from wet rubs because they do tend to dry out for sure so even if you're in the dry rub camp, you got to acknowledge the fact that meats that dry out quickly sometimes can benefit from 
a wet rub. Because In fact, some recipes even will have you kind of mopping this stuff on as it's cooking. Good like point. Like you continue to go in every hour, hour and a half, and mop a little more of your... And she really does mean mop. Like... Literally. Like a mop. Like, not like <laughs> this other, like, oh, there's a pampered chef sort of. No, like a mop. <laughs> I love the videos I've seen of some of the true pit masters doing yeah. whole hog. Oh my gosh, like it a Rodney is fascinating. Scott. Yeah. Yes, they literally have a cotton, yes, big huge mop. Yeah. That they're literally mopping this whole which seems so disgusting because carcass. all of, Yeah, because all of us, it, you know, if you have one of those mops like we're talking about, not like a Swiffer, like an actual cotton. Well, this hadn't old been used mop. on any dirty floors. Well, that's what I'm saying though. All, uh, yeah, but you think of that's it what as we think of. it's been in dirty water. Yes, we think of how hard it is to clean those nasty mops, which is why the miracle mop even came to be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it is truly interesting to watch I the got preparation. Philip a little tiny from um, Moonlight Barbecue in Owensboro, Kentucky. They have great things if you're ever in the area. Stop there and where is that at? Owensboro, Owensboro, yeah, Kentucky, yeah. and so they have wonderful barbecue, but they also have sauces, and they have a little bitty mop you can buy for mm-hmm. you know mopping just a small piece of meat, yeah, not a whole hog. That's so awesome. <laughs> and we didn't mention this, but we did an entire episode on southern on sauces, on s- sauces, barbecue so sauces. I'll link to that in our show notes since we're literally just talking about the preparation today. If you want to know a lot about sauces, I'll link to that. Yeah, and there's even. Um, one of the things that you see in the Carolinas is a lot more of a mustard vinegar versus tomato vinegar. Yep. Uh, t- excuse me, tomato-based sauces. Um, they do this with ribs as well. Yep. Where they'll sauce up uh, more of a mustard base. Yeah, a golden sauce style. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, whether you're dry or wet, both can come out wonderful. Yes. Uh, the... You know, wetter is not necessarily better. The moisture on the surface, it needs to evaporate before a sear can start to develop. So I think... Soaking in, hopefully. Yeah. Soaking in to the meat. I think, personally, if you like a sauced meat, do a dry rub. And then sauce it after. And then sauce it after. I love it like that. Um, Because dousing them in liquid beforehand doesn't necessarily work for every kind of meat and well, we're, a dry rub naturally being dry is going to put you on a faster track to that sort of caramelized oh, exterior you are making me hungry that <laughs> <laughs> that i think is just so good well one of the things that's really fun about summer gatherings to me is even just the casualness to a lot of things yeah. where people's yeah. clothing is you know you're in shorts and t-shirts and how fun to do a gathering where you're making ribs you Mm -hmm. just put paper towels out yep on the table yep reminds me of the same idea of like throwing out the newspaper and doing a Mm. crawfish boil or or something like that where it's just casual and yummy and you know everybody's just knows okay we're gonna be using paper towels yeah yeah um it draws you not in. trying to be um, kosher with our linen today. Yeah. yeah, and there's great conversation that comes out of that. It's true. So because you do naturally want to be near 
the goodness, the good smells that are coming yes. up. Like I, we were even talking before we hit and even record. the funny interactions of it getting on you a little bit. And yeah, you know, you wouldn't want to eat this if you're in a sundress or something. But if no. it's a casual gathering, this might be a fun thing to mm-hmm. cook and serve. And I know in our local grocery stores, they will often. Um, be smoking ribs on holidays. That's what I was going to say. Outside. Yeah. Yes. So like Memorial Day, 4th of July, you know, you just think you're running to go get a couple of things at the grocery store and that smell draws it you hits in. You. It hits you and you're like, oh. Our mom's done that before where she's come home and been like, they were smoking ribs and I just <laughs> couldn't help myself. I bought a half rack. <laughs> That is so awesome. Yes, yeah, so there's that option too. Don't don't feel the pressure of having if you don't to do this want yourself. To smoke yourself. Yeah, yeah. So good. Well, thank you for bringing this topic well, to the that would be a fun to the table summer, summer subject. It's very very seasonal, very on point for and what's happening now in the South. And we're hoping to make a trip to Memphis soon, so maybe we can try some yummy oh, yeah. dry rub. Yeah. I do think Rendezvous is mostly, at this point in time, overrun with tourists. Like, it's just too. so known as the tourist spot, so maybe we can find we'll pick a, a, the other 99 that are available. Right. We have 99 <laughs> other choices. Though, I've eaten at Rendezvous, and it was excellent. So I have, too. Yeah, it was very good. But I'd be willing to try the other places, because I can tell there's probably not a lot of, of ones where you can go wrong. All right, well... Follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. It's Steel Magnolias Podcast because our Memphis trip that will be down the road will be documenting lots of things there as well. Things that go beyond what we have time to discuss here on the podcast. Thank you to our Patreon supporters that give us monthly donations. We are so grateful for you. And if you'd like to learn more about how you can join that community and get perks from us every month, including bonus content, Check out patreon.com slash steel magnolias. And with that, I'll say Lainey, peace be with you. And also with y'all. <laughs>